Buckle up, you are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Draws Cast podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. Here we are in the second of this three-part series based on my webinar, The Five Secret Traits That Make Leaders Great. In the first section or the first podcast based on this series, we learned about the traditional styles of leadership in workplaces and organizations. And we are going to dig into the non-traditional styles here in the second section. The third section or the third podcast in this series, we'll dig into the five traits that make leaders great, especially when it comes to these non-traditional leadership styles that you'll be learning about today. So before we get into that, don't forget about audible.com forward slash the Drawscast podcast, and you can help support the Drawscast by becoming a member of audible.com eBooks. If After a 30-day free trial, you want to continue being a member, feel free to do so. And uh, Audible.com and the Drawscast podcast will sincerely appreciate it. So on to the second in a three-part podcast series based on my webinar, The Five Secret Traits That Make Leaders Great. Thanks, and I'll be back to conclude this uh, after the end of the majority of the educational information here. Thanks. Now let's move into the non-traditional leadership styles, really what we're getting to today. And the first one is conscious type of leadership. When I mean a conscious type of leadership, it usually starts with somebody uh, who works for a company that they believe in the product or the service that that company is giving. For a lot of years, I worked in pizza and I was steadfastly uh, loyal to the company that I worked for. Uh, some may say that I had pizza sauce in my blood. That's how loyal I was. Uh, but that's because I believed in the company and I believed in the product. And uh, because of that, I was able to pour more of myself into the leadership style and really help people become better employees as well as serve the customer better because I was more conscious or conscientious, that is, uh, type of leader. So communication with somebody who's a conscious leader is prioritized. So in the rest of this and really in life in general, when you see communication, collaboration is not too far behind. So communication is prioritized in the conscious leader, uh, but collaboration is as well. And again, they do go hand in hand. And it is a service-based leadership style as well. You serve each other as employees, but you also do a better job serving the customer when you're a conscientious leader. If you take care of each other uh, in your work environment, that ends up helping you serve the customer better. So the next style is transformational. And believe it or not, uh, I'll start at the bottom point and then work my way up. But the bottom point is, this is 
based on a lot of research, not just one study that I found, but uh, or many, many different uh, res uh, research-based items here, uh, comes out that transformational leadership is the best style for employees. Because not only are you doing your job, but you're also changing and learning and developing yourself as you move along here, hence the term transformational. Again, uh, we'll start at the bottom and move up on this one. And it's ideal form, it creates employees into new leaders. And ultimately people wanna grow, people wanna advance, people wanna become better uh, people and employees these days. Uh, and, and that's just uh, the way that our employees are being developed from the early years now. So they're looking for a more holistic appro approach into their employment. Transformational leaders inspire their employees to be the best. Inspiration is another key term here. So inspiration, collaboration, communication, all are key into this new style of leadership. And again, this leadership approach causes change within the employees. You probably have known somebody who's been a transformational leader in the past. Uh, maybe, maybe not, but recently I was part of a seminar for somebody whose presentation over a two-day period was about transforming yourself and transforming yourself as a speaker. And wow, what an amazing two days we spent learning about how to be a better speaker. We did transform ourselves into better professional speakers, trainers, and uh, and just better people because of the two days that we spent in a transformational environment. All right, on we go. So now there's the servant leader. I can tell you without a doubt that the amount of responses that I get when I discuss servant leadership, again, whether it's on the podcast or on the video blogs, uh, the response that I get from people is absolutely astounding. Uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of responses that I've gotten uh, in regards to the servant leadership topics that I discuss. Not that I don't get many from the other topics, but whenever I go to servant leadership, my responses on the blog explodes. It's really amazing. So more on servant leadership for those of you who are following me pretty regularly. I want to give my audience what they're looking for. So we're going to dig deeper into servant leadership as we move along. But the whole topic, the whole idea of servant leadership started in the 1970s by a gentleman of the name Robert Greenleaf. And he created a center called the Center for Servant Leadership, which still exists today. And it still does a great job helping people understand what this idea of servant leadership is. The servant leader shares power, but puts the needs of others first and helps people develop and perform as highly as possible. And there are certain traits that go along with being an effective servant leader. You just can't say, oh, you guys are the best and you are going to do a great job and I'm going to give all of my time and all of my effort to you. Yes, that is part of it. But you're still the leader too. You're still the boss. So you still need to perform those duties. But ultimately being a servant leader means you're developing your people and they respect you a lot more too. Again, a lot of research 
uh, bears that out. So I've mentioned a few of these words. Perhaps you've caught them, but are you catching the similarities in the newer or non-traditional leadership styles? And here are where the five secrets come in. Uh, these personality traits, really, that effective non-traditional leaders have. Now, to a person, based on the research that I've done. So there are going to be five buzzwords uh, that I'm going to tell you about before we get into those traits. So I actually jumped ahead a little bit, and I apologize for that. But let's catch those uh, buzzwords first that you saw in those three styles of non-traditional leadership that we talked about. The first one was collaboration. And remember what I told you, wherever there's collaboration, communication is not far behind. So the very first one is collaborating, getting the group together to share ideas, to share philosophies, to share uh, traits, to share things in order to make the ultimate outcome better. Uh, serve or servant, servant leadership. Uh, inspire, develop. Some great ones there. I added in an extra word, but inspire and develop your employees is part of the non-traditional leadership style. It is a more holistic approach, and that is not only are people coming in to work their nine-to-five job or whatever your hours of employment are, but that the workplace is providing other ways for you to develop more say as a person or maybe develop more in your outside of work life uh, that's what we mean by a holistic approach and again there's that communication so what five secret traits do today's leaders have to pull this off again five personality traits that effective non-traditional leaders have. And that's what we're really here to identify today. Gave you a little background. This is the meat and potatoes. Love sharing this stuff with you. Um, and some of these are decisions that you can make too. Uh, like perhaps if you're not doing the first one now that you'll be seeing here in just a second, you can make a conscious decision to change your way to become more like some of these uh, styles or some of these traits that you'll be seeing here out of the first five. So here's that first one, humility. Willing to understand that success comes from the entire team and not just you as a leader. Being humble uh, comes naturally to some people. Uh, some people, it is enormously difficult to do, especially people who are in high-profile positions that have been very successful in their life. And maybe they haven't had a lot of trials and tribulations, so life's kind of come easy to them. So being a humble a leader or having humility can be difficult for people like that. Most of us, though, we have trials and tribulations in our life that make us humble. Now, in the leadership realm, uh, being humble really means giving credit when things go well and taking the heat when things go wrong. One of my personal heroes is a gentleman that, again, I won't name uh, name his name out of respect, but uh, but his style definitely showed that he was a humble leader. And he said many, many times, if you're humble and you treat your people well, if you have a good business model, then money's going to follow. So again, be humble, 
treat your people well. Then if your business model is good, then money is going to follow. So take the credit, give it to your employees when things go well, when things go wrong, you take the heat. On we go, number two, number two, empathy. Empathy means understanding what somebody is going through in short, right? So employees want to be able to connect with their leader. Uh, today, more than ever, they want to, they just want to be able to understand their leader more. Uh, an empathetic leader leads, an empathetic leader significantly improves performance and productivity from the entire organization or group for that matter, if you're running or leading a small group. Employees take more pride in the work that they do when they understand that you as a leader have empathy for them. Now, empathy in the workplace or empathy as a leader really means it's just helping those people understand that you know what that person is going through. So let's say in my previous world, We'll say my first previous world in sports, we have coaches and you have players. And especially as a young player, you're going to make mistakes. And players love having coaches that have experienced what they're going through more than maybe a coach who hasn't. And they're just coaching because they like the sport, but maybe they haven't experienced it on the same level. So my college baseball coach, uh, my original college baseball coach was a all-American baseball player, uh, amazing. He's had his number retired at the university that uh, he coached at that I went to. And he had empathy because he knew what was going through the mind of his players because he had played it on such a high level. So when things went well, uh, he knew the kind of response to give, but when things went bad, he knew it was time to pull that person aside and maybe give them a bit of a uh, pep talk, so to speak. So empathy uh, is very important as well. Okay, so I hope you loved that information as much as I loved giving it. But as you can tell, based on the information from the last two uh, podcasts, uh, traditional leadership styles are evolving, uh, evolving away from uh, the business norm and are being taken over uh, by these non-traditional leadership styles. And a lot of it is based on the way that uh, the new generations of workers are coming into the workplace and what their needs and their wants are. So in order to keep great employees, we need to adapt and evolve just like in any other part of our life. So that's why you see these still called non-traditional leadership styles evolving into the workplace. Uh, but soon they will just become the norm as, uh, as time continues on. So in order to be an effective non-traditional style leader, you need some traits in your personality in order to be effective that way. And that's what the final podcast in this series is going to be about those five secret traits that make non-traditional style leaders great. So I hope that you enjoyed uh, the, the last two in this series. I look forward to hearing your feedback on this one. Remember, Jeff at DrawsTalks.com or Lucas with a K, L-U-K-A-S, Lucas at DrawsTalks.com for any feedback. And I will 
See you next time inside the Drawscast podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for being part of the Drawscast. Check out Jeff's website, drawstalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at drawstalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drazowski. Thank you and bye for now.